Welcome to Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And this is a podcast where we watch two bad movies with similar themes and then talk about which one is better. And two movies. Yes. And it turns out this, this week, is a double double. This is a double double. And uh, what sport is that from? A double double. I, I, I don't think it's it's not. Am a I sport. thinking of cheeseburgers? It's, yes, you are. <laughs> You're thinking in and out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's a food, not a sport. No, I think it's a basketball thing. When oh. you get like double-digit rebounds and double-digit points or something like that, or assists and re- Oh. Anyone who knows anything about basketball, which is not me, can <laughs> Should write it. in and can, tell us what a double-double is. about it. Yeah. So it turns I think it's out also this, cheeseburgers. This, this week's theme, not only is it a double-double, there also is way more than one movie, than two movies we could have chosen that would have fit the exact same theme, as it turns out. Because yeah. the theme is, uh, if I were still maximum naming... Maximum Van Damage. Yeah. If I was still doing the naming episodes thing, it would be Maximum Van Damage. Yeah. But the theme itself is... Movies where Van Damme plays his own secret twin. <laughs> There's more than of these? Well, not specifically He plays twin. himself in Time Cop. Yeah, so not specifically twin, but it turns out Van Damme has some sort of really strange fixation. We're playing multiple characters. With playing dual roles. Yeah. So I Even knew... in that show, Jean-Claude Van Johnson, he yes. plays... They're different people. Right. They're just supposed to look exactly the same. Right. So he but... does that. He makes fun of the Time Cop right. in that. So in Time Cop, he plays himself at two different points in time. Right. In Jean-Claude Van Johnson, he just plays two guys who happen, who happen to look, to look identical. Yeah. In these two movies, uh, the ones that He's we'll be talking twi- about specifically. Identical separated at birth. Right. So specifically, we're talking about Double Impact and Maximum Risk, which are both specifically twin movies. But um, <laughs> the other <laughs> movies I found, <laughs> and Eric walked up while I was looking this up. <laughs> There are two other movies where he plays dual roles. Wait, there's, is it like Lionheart or something? No, no. Okay. But there's one called The Order. That, oh, I have seen The Order. I don't remember him playing multiple people. Yeah, in he it. plays two roles in it. But so, they're totally different people, right? Yes, one's like they a just happen to look the same. Like, yeah. <laughs> one's like medieval times priest guy, and yeah. then the other one is a modern day black thief leather jacket or something. wearing. Yeah, something band like band. that. But then the other one that's really ridiculous is this one called Replicant. Where he plays a serial killer who then gets cloned for some reason. I think the, I've seen that too. Yeah. It is weird that he has so many of these movies. And I, the thing that I loved most was that both The Order and The Replicant, um, the two other movies that he plays dual roles, were directed by one each of the directors who directed these movies. So, so the they same... each wanted their own shot yeah. at directing a movie where Van Damme plays two characters. Well, they each got more than one shot yeah. at it. So, I mean, say so they wanted a solo run at, at directing it. What do you mean? You said two people directed this movie? No, 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 no. I'm saying that each of those two movies had right. one of the directors of each of the movies that we're talking about. Oh, so each person did two movies? Yes. <laughs> each person... They just couldn't get it out of their system? Exactly. Each director did two movies with Van, Dole, with Van Damme playing dual Van roles Dolph. in each. So yeah, That's the bizarre. the director of Maximum Risk also directed the that, order. I'm not so sure that this was the way history was and that the simulation didn't just fuck up. And, <laughs> and then when we go back to look at it, we're like, wait, why are there five movies with Van Damme playing two people? <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, I think this is six. six. Yeah, well, six. the Van Johnson is a show. But yeah, there Van are Van. literally five movies where Van Damme... And I was trying to look up if that's like the most number of movies. It's a hard thing movies. to Google. It's, well, he's not even close because especially when you start to look at like Eddie Murphy movies oh, where he yeah. plays all these roles. And um, 
Another one is uh, Mike Myers tends to do a lot of roles. It's all comedians, though. Right. I'm t- like when you're talking about someone who, um, yeah, it's supposed to be like main characters and mm-hmm. not just oh they go into a barbershop and there's four dudes and they're all played by Eddie Murphy or something. Right. Also, he's usually playing characters that look exactly the That's same. That's the difference, yeah. I think. Is Eddie Murphy's always in makeup and yeah. prosthetics and he's playing same with Mike Myers, right? And Mike Myers or Billy Crystal, whoever all does all this shit. Yeah, they're always specifically make them look different, like. Almost don't want you to know that it's them until the end of the movie. Or right, something. it's like a little fun Easter Not egg. Not that he where... literally plays clones or something. <laughs> yeah. And the funny part is, even though they're they're uh, supposed to be clones or identical twins, they always end up with a French accent. Oh yeah, even though yeah, they're of course. growing up. The one thing, the one that didn't deal with it was uh, Maximum Risk because he never spoke. Right. So they did have like the uh, the voicemail that he's listening to, and they used an American accent. Yes, that's... which I thought was interesting that they even bothered because none of these other movies they're just like. Oh, we'll make him go to a French orphanage. Or, oh, well, he's just French. Just fucking deal with it. Yeah, just yeah. Just like that, Arnold. Everyone knows it's Arnold. Or knows, they know he's going to have a fucking accent. Yeah, they do tend to put more effort into Van Damme movies trying to explain his accent than they do Arnold movies. Right. Arnold movies are just uh, Dutch, whatever. Which is weird <laughs> yeah. because it's probably a more uncommon accent, too. Like, there's lots of places you could be and have a French accent. You'd be Canadian, Belgian. You can be, like, Haitian or Louisiana. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you could have it be all over the place. Yeah. But... With like Arnold, like, nah, nah, yeah, it's like less. <laughs> yeah. The, the French had quite an empire at one point, so yeah, there's a lot of African yeah. countries where right. people speak French. Right, it wouldn't really be the same accent, but it would be enough for a movie to be similar po- to poo poo it away. Yeah. You know, where you're not like, why is this guy from New York have this French right, accent? Right, like what's the what's the one where they have Van Damme being from New Orleans? I mean, even yeah, that is target. like okay, whatever. It's obviously not like yeah. a Creole accent, but no. it's it's better than just kind of right. pretending like he doesn't have Luke an Devereaux. accent at all. All right, cool. There aren't, he, he does, there aren't two <laughs> of them in that movie, name. are there? I think there? that's his name in, in that. But maybe I, I I'm thinking know. of Time Cop. It, his name is Luke Devereaux in Time it's, Cop? It's in one of those movies. I think it's in Hard Target. Okay. We'll yeah, because I don't think Time Cop, he has like a, a particularly French, French name. name yeah. Whereas uh, Hard Target, he's at least, they're like, they're like playing into the whole heritage thing. And he's thing. got sweet Jerry curls and stuff. It is, uh, they are pretty sweet. Yeah. Some soul glow. Yeah, so, uh, so at the time that I chose this theme i didn't necessarily realize there were that many movies that we could have yeah that we could have chosen from but it is i'm sure actually that those other ones are probably like replicant and stuff those aren't good movies oh those are are boring yeah yeah those are ones that showed up when like people realized the red box model kind of you know, where they could just, like, make a movie, put it straight to DVD and make money out of it. And they start making all these Dolph and Van Damme and Seagal movies. Yeah, they that were. are really, really not very good at all. Yeah, they were around the same time. <laughs> and not Dolph even bad doing. in the way that, like, these movies are, like, the actual, like, Bloodsport and stuff like that. That yeah. are kind of um, charming. Yeah, yeah, no. These ones would be just, just boring. boring. Yeah, no, just boring. No charm. No right. charm to them. But anyway, so we started off by watching double impact i think because you said that uh, you uh, uh. That, that was i the said one, that i'd seen you said that was the one you were more interested in watching because it'd been a lot longer i'd seen i felt like i remembered a little more about maximum risk but i guess i didn't really remember much of it either i mean i had seen i'd seen both of these before because i've probably seen every van damme movie but it had been years <laughs> shit you've even seen the order and replicants yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah van damme movies are honestly they're not ones that i seek out i've never particularly cared for van damme i am very much enjoying jean-claude van johnson yeah but that's, that's pretty different than a lot most different. of his yeah, other it's an stuff. overt comedy yeah the rest of that stuff is kind of like i don't know i guess i just in general have not sought out the late 80s and 90s like stupid action movies to the same extent that you have whether they starred van damme or anyone else um 
So st- I don't think. Do you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score of what Double Impact? Yeah. Fourteen percent. I don't know. That's exactly it. That's, <laughs> yes. I think that's the first one you've got right. <laughs> yeah. on. It's actually probably the first one I've even been within like five uh sometimes you get pretty close but i'm awful yeah impressive 14 percent. but to be fair didn't didn't do that on purpose not very not very many reviews so um yeah because this was what 93 91 91 yeah Yeah. so i think there were only 14 reviews so double impact let me let me pull up the um synopsis here because i didn't write my own but it you want to try to synopsize this one? I'm having a hard time. Yeah, it's a movie about there's these. Uh, well, it's a family. When it's something to do with Hong Kong and the British Empire building a tunnel, but they somehow there's mob involvement. So the dad of the, the of the Van Dams <laughs> gets killed early on, and uh, in the midst of the shootout, they manage to like run away with the babies, but they each go in two different directions. Yeah, the one nanny, goes to a French the orphanage. The spook gets spooked and just throws the kid at an orphanage, and the head of the the dead dad's head of security guy raises the other one yeah in in france and then in the u.s right yeah so at some point the head of security guy eventually they go back to like claim try to claim their birthright of the yeah of the tunnel like they own the tunnel i guess which always seemed kind of weird to me yeah so that's definitely a structure thing that i had issue with i didn't really necessarily understand what even the point of the movie was at some point the father figure to the quote-unquote American Van Damme, right. the one who's been who's been raised AKA with the security. Chad. Yeah, Chad. <laughs> oh my Chad. God! They could not have picked a less fitting name for him. Um, is that like a name with French origins? Oh, I don't I know. I think there's a UFC fighter named Chad Laprie. So maybe it is has it Canadian. Like, yeah. So I think maybe it has like French. Because I think of Chad as being like some frat bro, like yeah. the like whitest, most American name you could think of. It just Chad. it doesn't strike me as a very Gallic like, name. Or European even. Like, yeah. yeah, so I mean, the guy that you're talking about is Canadian, so maybe there's American influence, but no, I, I don't, I'll have to look it up after, but I don't think it's particularly French. Um, no, it was just funny. Yeah, so the American one, the American Van Damme is named Chad, and his father figure, Frank, somehow finds out that this other twin is alive. And then he was like, we gotta go to Hong Kong to get this tunnel back from the evil people who killed your father. So then he has like a big exposition dump where he like tells Chad about, oh, you actually had a brother you didn't know about and let's go. I'm not your uncle. Yeah. 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 And, uh, And then they go to Hong Kong to find the Hong Kong Van Damme, whose name is, what's his name? I don't remember the character's name. Um, it's not... Oh, it is Alex. Okay. Alex, um, yeah. Yeah, so then they go find the Hong Kong Van Damme, who is Alex, who's like in the underground... Two-bit criminal kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. Smuggler and shit like that. Yeah, and, and then they, they team up and they, they get the tunnel back. Well, they beat Chung Lee and then get their... They never even show the like, Chung result. Chung Lee? Yeah, Chung Lee. Who's that? That's the guy. I thought it was Bolo Young. You just kept saying oh, Bolo. Oh, yeah, it's Bolo. Chung Li is his character in Bloodsport. Oh, okay. Because I there's mean, also another fighter named Chung Li, right? Who? Like a real well, fighter? Kung Li. Oh, okay. Chung Li is, Bol- is the char- okay. Bolo's character. In- yeah, it's Bolo. Okay. Bolo Young. Yeah. I just kept so- calling him Bolo. So the main henchman bad guy is apparently someone who was also in Bloodsport, whose name is Bolo Young, and Eric yeah. was fawning over him the whole time. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking like Bolo, about? man. He's like 52 in the movie. He also. doesn't even have a line in this movie. He just like stalks around looking big and angry. Yeah. So I, does he not speak English? No, he speaks a little English. I mean, at least enough to have 
English he, line. Did he have lines in Bloodsport? He says bricks don't hit back. <laughs> bricks don't hit back. Okay, because I don't, I don't remember him having a speaking so line. Yeah, I don't think this. he says anything. But I think that was just by design to be a creepy henchman. Okay. I don't oh, think he's, it was because he's incapable. He's of, so intimidating. He doesn't need to use his memorizing words. Memorizing a single sentence or anything like that. All right. All right. Fair enough. So moving on from the summary. Uh, oh, he's also an Enter the Dragon. That's why. Okay. Does he have English lines in that? Probably not. I don't remember. Okay. Well, this is the only thing I'd seen him in. And every time Eric was like, Bolo, Bolo. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, okay. So we let me explain our rating system real quick. So what we do is we rate each movie in four different categories, acting, visuals, structure, and entertainment value. We can give up to five points in each category. And whatever movie gets the most points at the end, we consider the better movie. So starting off with acting. So we could give up to five points in acting for double impact. I mean, if we, <laughs> <laughs> if, if we want to give like a Van Damme score. I think both of these have to get a 10 each, right? I yeah, mean, they had go, maximum Van Damme. They really, they is there really any did. movies that have more Van Damme in them than both of these? No, I don't, I don't yeah, think that yeah. nothing fits the bill. So too bad. That's not one of our categories. So I think we'll probably disagree on a lot of these, except for this one. I put one for acting. On. I put one and a half. They were yeah. terrible. Yeah. There was were... really, and cause it was like Van Damme is Van Damme, whatever. But like there were, there was a bunch of, really like stiff people in this one a lot of the henchmen and bad guys were literal like porn star level acting right so and there was the one there was a girl who was like a fitness model yeah or a miss olympia or physique competitor yeah and she was like terrible the girlfriend was like terrible every line that yeah. that bodybuilder lady had cracked me up and it was she so like just not in the right tone or like cadence for how the line should be delivered she would put the emphasis on the wrong word right. in the, like oh man i wish i would have written it, it was down. literally like you recorded them saying it in a room not knowing like what other people were doing yeah. or just like in totally abstract yeah and then like piped it in over the actual scene <laughs> yeah like you like handed, samurai cop or something where they yeah, just like filmed you, them standing like you, against the wall it was as if you handed a, a script to someone who had never it had nothing to do with this said, movie. Read this just sentence. said, read these lines. One of them, I think the one that made me laugh the most like was... Like, I have to uh, search you or something? No, there were... Uh, the, oh, the bombers. Yeah, like that. <laughs> exactly. The Van Dams were bringing, like, secret bombs into this. The Van Dams. Yeah. That alone should tell you how awesome it is. <laughs> yeah. The Van Dams. We're bringing a bunch of secret bombs into this party that the triads or whatever they were, were at. And one of the bombs went off. And then the bodybuilder henchman lady realized that another bomb was in the room with them and the way she said it was there's another bomb She's like, there's another bomb yeah and it was just like it was as if you had seen a spider in the room right. you're like oh god damn it we already killed one spider there's another spider but like <laughs> all of her lines were like that and that was emblematic of every actor in this so bad chemistry bad actors the main love interest who was the girlfriend of the hong kong van damme yeah, of sleazy van damme not I mean, chad van damme she was just like a total and complete nobody yeah um who had never been in another movie that i'd ever heard of and uh i wonder if she was like banging van damme at the time or something somehow got the movie i mean i think that she just she got the movie because she looked 90s hot that's yeah. why she got it and, and yeah she didn't act for much paid longer her. what was the word that you always use to say they paid her for scale, scale. Yeah, yeah, scale. yeah she was some some blonde girl who would work for scale and um and yeah, the guy that played Frank was he was okay, he was but fine. he he overacted. Yeah. It was all his his but own he was problem. Fine. Bolo didn't even have any lines, and no. everyone else was terrible. Yeah. So you said one for that one. Oh, I mean, it's, wow. it's pretty it's pretty bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, 
It's pretty bad. So what did you say about visuals? I said two. I said two and a half. So far, I'm rating this higher than you. Yeah. That makes me think that... Interesting. So two and a half is completely neutral. That's... Right. I felt like... The action scenes were competent. For me, the the things that took it down from a three or a two and a half were obviously the special effects of the two Van Dams were not good. That that looked terrible. There was um, nothing too... Other than I did like the... You know, I do like the cheesy Van Dam fights and everything like that. But there's nothing too dramatic happening visually. (laughs) But there are some things that I like and that really stuck with me over the years and stuff. Like what? I like the weird island that they're staying on. Like that, for whatever reason, I really like that okay. set and that location. Yeah, I mean, that was a good... stuff. Yeah, yeah so, that was a good set. I mean, I'll probably give it a two and a half. You should probably bump it up to two yeah. and a half, because I don't think Two's there's any... a little harsh. Because two and a half is completely neutral, and that's right. how I felt about it. The action scenes were well done. It is always fun to watch them fight, but some a lot of the action scenes were the two Van Dams fighting, which yeah. didn't look good, because right. they had to at least, you know, do a combination of, like, can't a double or a and in, and yeah, like and then they were just kind of boring. So because this was before they could do this digitally, like this was literally matte shots and right. filming the thing twice and like yeah. stuff like that. So right, and so it would be a little awkward with them like staring and slightly not making correct eye contact with the yeah. their own other self and everything like that. Exactly, so. exactly, or, and and the silliness of like the two different hairstyles yeah. to distinguish between them and right. like the the American Van Dam Chad was always way more busted up, and I think they did yeah. that so that they could eat more easily distinguish between them but it's like have an extra black eye or something yeah but it it was fairly um it kind of took me out of it whenever that happened otherwise it was totally neutral i would like to give more points for kind of you know what you can tell are well choreographed fight scenes that take a lot but they don't stick with you it's like we we always say not very much impact which is bad for a movie called double impact um yeah but not not very impactful visuals so i had to go completely neutral all right. Now, tell me about the structure. I said two on that one. I said one and a half. So this is yeah. the only one that I've actually Story rated Story is the weakest part, but it is straightforward, and it's not bad enough, like this, like not really understanding why they're going back. Like, you get the general idea. Like, they owned this company or something, or whatever their dad was into, they were separated from by these mobsters, and they're going to get it back. Like, that, you would you understand that level of it. You just don't really get exactly how it's supposed to work and how you own a tunnel versus, like, a business or something. Or what exactly the deal was with his dad and why they killed him. Yeah, I would say it's probably good that they glossed over a lot of that because yeah. it seems like they just didn't even literally have it written. And they're like, whatever, there's two Van Damme. <laughs> exactly. What more do you want? But it is enough that, you're, that you can be like, whatever, I guess. Yeah. That you understand that they have to beat these guys and then they win kind of thing right right so i rated it a little bit lower because when we talk about structure we're not just talking about story no, that's just the one we're one talking of the about elements, characterization think. is another thing yeah. and one of one of the van dams the hong kong one was a pretty insufferable character i found yeah. him without redeeming value <laughs> like he was violent yeah, he was like a he jackass was stupid yeah he like he was difficult to handle. There was one point where once the two Van Dams got together and Frank, the father figure is there and they get in a fight with, were they the triads? Yeah. Okay. They get in a fight with the triads. So the triads are actively hunting them. And the, the, the Hong Kong Van Dam. The only thing he's worried about is he thinks that his, he thinks that his girlfriend is sleeping with Chad because Chad looks the same as him. So he like, 
gets in this huge fight with Chad, like beats him fight, up, yeah. smacks his girlfriend, gets super drunk, and then when the triads come to their secret island to attack, he's like drunk on a beach somewhere. <laughs> and I, so I was just like, man, this character is completely irredeemable. He just fucks everything up, which is funny because they tried to set it up as though Chad would fuck everything up because yeah. he was the... Kind of a naive one. Yeah, he was naive and kind of bumbling and silly, and he was mostly the comic relief. But I felt like it was always Alex that fucked things up just by not being realistic and being like, oh, the fucking triads are hunting us. Maybe I need to not worry as much about if my girlfriend may or may not want to sleep with my identical twin So you're obviously annoyed by that, but I don't know if, I mean, that's just a choice more so than it is like... It could, the movie could have gone in the exact same direction without that. So it was a characterization that was really unneeded, and they could have made that character more likable. And I don't really understand why they didn't. Just to have the conflict there, I think. They wanted them to have to fight each other. Yeah. Like Van Damme's fighting each other. They could have had them fight each other right off the bat, though. Right, yeah. Because. Yeah, there were other ways they could do it. Because there was so much. I mean, I did write two. I did below, like, slightly below average for structure. But most of the general movie making stuff is not bad. They don't have like horrible cinematography boom mics dipping into the (laughs) shot and like random stuff like that there some of the stuff did seem like dubbed some of the dialogue a lot of it actually uh actually no i think i was i was about to say something that i meant for maximum risk maximum risk had a lot of weird adr was that the one that had worse yeah yeah no you're thinking that so maximum risk had like they dubbed lines that were completely different than what the people were supposed to be saying. Right. And, uh, I mean, this is a DVD that you have, so it's not like... I got some bootleg weird copies. Yeah, something. yeah, I didn't understand. I was like, it, they must have just later on decided they didn't like the dialogue and had people completely redub it over. So Double Impact wasn't so bad about that. No. Um, it was just, the dialogue was just bad. But overall, it's just, yeah, bad and, and bad the, dialogue, and weak the, weak story, stuff like that. Very weak story. The stakes were, there were no stakes. Well, like, the stakes happened- were just now that they went back, because the, the weird thing about it was there were no stakes until they decided to do something, and then, like, once they went to, like, get back into whatever their dad was into, then the people tried to kill him. Right. So. And even when they got rid of all the real tough henchmen and they were left with just like the two old guys to fight. And there was like this supposedly intense chase scene of Van Damme chasing this old guy. With like like a cane. Yeah, like a cane. And I'm thinking, (laughs) and, and we're like, so what if he doesn't get him now? He can just get him later. Right, it's not <laughs> yeah. like that intensive. This guy miraculously gets away with his cane. Yeah, and then there was another scene that was supposed to be super intense of like one of the other old guys was like threatening to run Van Damme off of a dock into the water and with we're like, like a bulldozer and you're like what's the wrong if he falls into the water he'll have to swim like, he's getting, <laughs> they, they, like they should have had a wall behind him yes he's getting like backed up by this forklift carrying a big like shipping container yeah like he's gonna smash him with it but behind him is just the water like, yeah you could just jump off into the water and the guy's not yeah. gonna drive the forklift off after exactly him. <laughs> so <laughs> so this might seem like we're being nitpicky except this is in the climax. Yeah, like this, this is, is the climactic fight yeah. of them killing their boss, like right. the you know the the big bad video game boss types. Right. And uh, yeah, it was two this old guys. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was a lot weaker than you did, obviously. But anyway, Not a lot weaker, but just weaker. All I right, so a half point difference. Moving on to the last one, entertainment value. I put three. I like three? it. Three. Yeah, I like Holy this movie. Shit. I've always liked this movie. Three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one we are very yeah, different. I, I knew, said one I knew and a half. That one. Yeah. You could tell. I mean, I, knew I you wasn't. Into it. Yeah. I was not enjoying watching this movie. Yeah. So. Yes, I like silly action. Yes, I like 
martial arts fight scenes, but I really need to be able to connect with my characters. Yeah. And the fact that I found that Hong Kong Van Damme, Alex. He's such a jerk. Yeah, to be such an irredeemable asshole, I was like, I don't care, kill him. Kill him. Like, you know, <laughs> I was kind of hoping they would kill him so that at least the girl could get with the better Van Damme. <laughs> um, and it, it, it really tainted the watching of the entire movie for me. Like, it, it could have shut off in the middle and I yeah. wouldn't have cared. So, yeah, so I had to give it a one and a half. I'm sorry I didn't, I wasn't quite able to shut my brain off for this one and enjoy it. Okay. So going over the scores real quick, uh, just to run down mine, I said one and a half, two and a half, one and a half, one and a half for a total of seven. What did you say? I said one, two and a half, two, three for a total of four, five and a half, eight and a half. All right. So that's a total of 15 and a half for double impact. Moving on to Maximum Risk, yeah, the most nonsensically named movie that yeah, we've done so far. Yeah, nothing to do with. Uh, they could have chosen two any other badass sounding words and put it together, yeah. and it would have made just as much sense. Right. But that is neither here nor there. Right. Um, from 1996, and you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes? Mm, probably pretty similar, 16 or 18 percent. 30. Really? Yeah. Uh, Interesting. With. I mean, not a huge number of reviews, but right. significantly more. Well, it's a lot newer. So it was a more, well, it's not that much newer, five years newer. It's significant for some, like a web, when you're talking about a website. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, 30%. So a more a more robust, robust showing with the critics. Right. Uh, this one, the Van Dams never meet in person. Yeah, the, Van, the other Van Dam is only in the very beginning, actually. Right. So it centers on... It's more on... about, like, uh, the whole movie is just about mistaken identity more so than it is him playing two people. Because yes. it's really only the opening scene is the, is the other Van Dam actually alive. Right. So in the opening scene, the other Van Dam gets killed. Yeah, you, you see him getting chased by you don't know who, and then he ends up getting hit by a car. Yeah, and then and it turns out that the Van Damme that we're going to follow is a French police officer, and when they find this body in France that looks exactly like him, they start then digging he, into it. Yes, yeah. they dig into it and find out that he is a secret twin who his mom had to give up at birth because she couldn't afford to feed them both, I guess? Something yeah, like something that. like that. They just kind of glossed over. Yeah, she was, like, a, okay, she was okay. a kid, and they she gave one up. <laughs> And then kept the other one. Right. Yeah. So then the other Van Dam, who's already dead, somehow got tangled up with the Russian mafia in the United States. Right. And so a live Van Dam, French cop Van Dam, comes over to the U.S. to try and figure out why his heretofore unknown twin brother was killed. So yeah. he uh, he gets tangled up in the Russian mafia. There are some corrupt FBI agents. There's a hot girlfriend played by Natasha Henstrich, and. Uh, yeah, he solves the mystery in the end. So he gets yep. he gets the girl. Everybody ends up back in France, and uh, yeah, we never have to put up with green screen double Van Damme. Yeah, double at Van once. Damage. Yeah. So what did you think about the acting for this one? I said two on this one. I said two and a half because it was overall the it lacked the really really bad ones mm -hmm. that you would had in the other movie, but there were no really really good ones either. So it's just kind of like mostly totally don't notice acting as being an issue one way yeah. or the other. But maybe a couple that aren't like always. Oh, Van Damme's never been a great actor yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, just slightly down yeah. a little no, bit. No, I no I, I put it totally neutral. I felt like yeah. uh, Natasha Henstridge was much better than the complete unknown nothing actress oh, in the yeah. first one. But I mean, she's no she's, she's like no great. Meryl Streep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the chemistry wasn't necessarily electric, but. Right. 
Like, you could at least believe the two of them as people who would have gotten together at some point. Right. Uh, I actually think the best actor in the movie was probably, was a, a pretty small part, but I felt like the partner to Van Damme's French cop, like his French cop partner, French guy. that guy seemed like he was probably a pretty good actor. He had like a lot of natural charisma, but he had five minutes of screen yeah, time. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of screen time. Uh, everyone else is pretty standard, you know, pick a... Pick a guy who looks ugly, make him a henchman. Uh, pick a guy who looks even uglier, make him the boss, and yeah. and then pick a big guy and make him like the muscle. Yeah, and, and that's they don't it. have any no no issues. So yeah, two two and a half is fine. For right, either way. Right. All right. What'd you say about visuals? I said two. Really? Okay. Yeah. I said three. Did you say three? Yeah. So tell me why you said. I don't worse know. I think average. it was just very like it had a very dated look to it oh, for yeah. some I mean, reason. Super nineties and yeah. um. Yeah, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. I'm gonna make it two and a half because two just yeah. Because you're saying there's nothing specific. Because you're saying the visuals were worse than Double Impact. Yeah, which is not can't be right. Yeah. Yeah. But even saying it's equal to Double Double Impact is kind of bothering me. Yeah. So I said three. But I'm basing that mostly on the funness of the Double Impact visuals, yeah. not necessarily the quality. Because there's not yeah. nearly as the, the like the fighting in this is much more basic '90s type stuff that's really not that dramatic see i thought to... there were a couple of really good fight scenes every okay most of the action you're right was pretty standard right. but whenever he had a fight scene they were still with, good i still liked them with the big blonde that's true Russian those were pretty good guy. like the, the sauna fight scene and, stuff and like that. an elevator fight scene yeah you and... know what i'm gonna bump it up a full point because you're right most of the i think i was having trouble Distinguishing, distinguishing the two? these movies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Van Damme looks exactly the same. Because there was a couple that were very like that, that. That's memorable. I actually remembered that one. Yeah. So I and felt like good. so specifically the fight scenes with him and like I said, this sort of main and you get Natasha Henstridge guy. too. So that's gotta be. She's something. much better looking than the other yeah, woman. Exactly. You don't ever have to look at the t- two overall, stupid the Van Damme faces effect, yeah, at once. Special effects and just general yeah. look of the movie is better. Yes. So. so I so you know double impact I put average because it didn't. It didn't really strike me one way or the other. This yeah. one I wanted to put a little bit above average because I felt like the fight scenes were better, the people were better looking, and everything. Now, what is a strike against it um, and why I wouldn't have rated it higher is because there was uh, a lot of attempts at stylization, sort of like slow-mo, John Woo type stuff. Yeah, and I uh, think on me as being kind of dated. Yeah. Even though the, like, the actual look look of it isn't really that bad especially right. compared to the other one right it's just that it's more the style was more dated yeah I, I expected every once in a while that there was just gonna be like doves flying <laughs> across the screen like it was right. fucking you know the second mission impossible or something so it never quite got to those levels but it was bad enough that i was always a little bit worried about it and right. it made it, and the pacing was a little bit off, but that's not visuals. Yeah, that no, is, the pacing was a little off. I think that's a good segue into structure. Yeah. So what would you say about structure? I gave it a two also. I gave it a two as well. And for me, the main reason is pacing. The pacing right. was not great. It was the worst part, probably. So, it had some real lulls. So I was shocked to look it up and see that this movie was shorter than Double Impact. Yeah, because it feels a lot longer. Right, right. Because I thought for sure when I looked up how long this movie was going to be like two hours long or or more because it really, really dragged in some spots. Um, No, hour and 40 minutes, I think. Let me... So not by any means a long movie. No, like honestly, the perfect length for a movie like this. For most movies, yeah. But 
it felt like a two-hour movie. They just had a lot of lulls, yeah. Yeah, like everything else about the structure was fine. The characterizations were fine. The dialogue didn't bother me. No, yeah. The story was a little... Um, no, the story was fine. Story like the was mystery fine. was yeah, reasonably interesting. Yeah. Watching him figure out who his brother was, what he was involved in. You know, they had some MacGuffin that was like a list of corrupt right. FBI agents that was in a lockbox in France. Safety deposit box. And yeah. And he had to pretend to be his brother because no one else could get in. Yeah, but all that stuff was fine. I mean, I would have given this a fairly decent structure score otherwise, but the pacing yeah, killed it. The... Absolutely killed it. Anything else to say about structure? I don't structure? think so. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be our shortest podcast yet. Uh, Has it been not very long? I don't know. I feel like we just don't have a lot to say yeah, well, we about these movies. movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of it's funny because you walked up on me while I was uh, researching. researching this, and I had a very a look of consternation on my face, and you were asking me why, and it's because I I felt like I couldn't find anything to talk about with these. Well, there's no like weird scandals or anything yeah. like weird production snafus or anything like that. Yeah, just... I mean they're just kind of two regular ass Van Damme movies. Right. But anyway, let's let's finish it up with with the entertainment. The entertainment value. for me was harder because I was bored for a lot of this movie. Yeah. But overall, like I did like the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've crossed it off a few times. So I think I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go with two as well. So I because it just overall like it dragged. Yeah. It did not frustrate or anger me. No, I wasn't like sitting there being impact. like, oh my god, look, and like. Yeah, you know, but okay, I did check my phone occasionally and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, like with Double Impact, I was never on my phone. No, I was, but I was angry. I didn't. You were angry, and I like, yeah, I, yeah, it was enjoyable. Even though it's worse, it was right. more enjoyable for me. Yeah, yeah. So Maximum Risk was like, okay, it didn't anger me, and I was fine. I was invested in the outcome of the story, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Man, that pacing, that pacing just fucking killed it. Yeah. So Probably I should was, have been like fifteen minutes shorter or something. They should have paced or just it better. It, I mean, yeah. to take time off of an hour and. 40 minute movie i think would have been kind of tough but yeah. they needed I mean, something was wrong yeah. yeah yeah so maybe maybe take a few minutes out of it and just kind of just Rearrange spread it. out the fights better more fights right. with him and the blonde guy you know less attempts at stylization like this random slow-mo or you know, shots right. of the sky or the cityscape or whatever yeah Shorter they really conversations something like that i don't know yeah less attempts at like showing because they they also kind of would like they were trying to make the Van Damme character that was still alive, the French cop, they were trying to make him really like, oh, oh what's the meaning of life? Is it worth living? Like sort of having like ennui <laughs> issues. Right. They should have taken all of that shit out. Right. It had nothing to do with the movie. And all it did would is make them linger on like shots of him looking sort of sad. Right. Where they really didn't need yeah, that. Yeah, so it's just it's hard to tell exactly what they messed up with the pacing other than it just wasn't... Yeah, I think there was even one time I yelled, oh, stop it, movie, because he like, <laughs> uh, Van Damme was beating someone up, and he threw the guy into a mirror, and then, and then like the looking mirror at cracked, himself in the mirror. and then he was like staring at himself in the like, mirror like, who am who I? Am I? And yeah. then I just literally, like, stop it, movie. <laughs> so stuff like that. There was a lot of stop it, movie moments right. for me. I was just like, just be a fucking regular Van Damme movie. But uh, So I think the problem, it's funny because... The score, the overall score I gave this. All right, I'll go through my numbers. Uh, two and a half, three, two, two for a total of nine and a half. Would you give it nine? Two, three, two, two. Yeah. So those are actually fairly high scores yeah. for us. Not a lot of movies break that like right. eight and a half or even eight right. threshold. So this is technically one of the better movies that we've watched, yeah. and I can recognize that. Um, but even like. 
Well, that's why I say with Card yeah. not like being having lol like pacing issues and being boring at any part mm-hmm. in the movie is pretty much a cardinal sin. Yeah, and will crush it. Yeah, but even Double Impact at a seven, that's not a terrible. No, score fun. for us. It's a fun movie. Uh, but I think the problem with me in both of these movies is before we watched these, we started watching Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Yeah. And that show is a lot of fun. Right. And so it's you're expecting very, more out of him. It's very funny. You know, the fight scenes are fun. It's, it's And these clever. really aren't like yeah. funny at all. I mean, right. they're not really supposed to be. No, no, no. no. I believe Double Impact tries at humor yeah, a, a little bit. Parts, it has some like but... slapstick parts. But after you saw how angry I was at Double Impact, you were like, what were you expecting? It's a 90s yeah, Van like Damme movie surprised. where Van Damme plays both of the main <laughs> roles. Yeah. But I think the problem was I was going in with like modern Van Damme expectations. Right. So it's funny to see him have this very late career resurgence where right. he's actually Well, his making... resurgence is based on him and like then people getting behind him with better stuff. Yeah. It's not like he didn't get famous because these all these movies were really all that good. Yeah. In the same way that like Chuck Norris, none of his stuff was ever any good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just people liked him and you know. Yeah. And a few of them were really uh, either fun or just memorable in certain ways, but Mm -hmm. really not very good overall. Yeah. Yeah, I I think maybe... I'm wondering if Van Damme, even more than some of those other... action stars of his era is crazier than most because this whole like his weird fixation with the doubling himself that is just i mean that is narcissism there is nothing else though i think it is because i mean he has to at least say okay to these movies but i i think it is sometimes you just have weird coincidences like that with actors where like Jennifer Connelly is in a scene at the, on a dock staring out in the water in like four movies or something. <laughs> you, you think you really think that's her who wants that in these movies, or is it just a, you know, I think some of it's just a coincidence. I don't know, but then sometimes you see people, they're like, okay. I mean, he, I can see him thinking that this idea is hilarious, and every time it's approached to him, he's like, ah, oh, yes. But yeah. I don't really see him as being like, no, I want to play both. I don't I know. I think two. I think he has a pretty heavy hand in making these movies, though. Back I don't then, think. Though? I think so, yeah. Yeah, 90s, mid-90s? Yeah, maybe, who knows? I think so. So I think he must have, like, serious narcissism issues. Yeah. And uh, also, when I was looking him up, I saw that <laughs> he married the same woman twice. <laughs> he married her, divorced her, and like then a few years twice. later, married her I again. I mean, they, they sort of play on him being like that in Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Yes, Jean-Claude Van so Johnson... So he's obviously not too, like stuck up about it yeah at least poke fun at himself yeah he must have a certain sense of humor about it pictures of himself and stuff everything's like monogrammed with jcvd and everything you know yeah yeah so i don't know i wonder monogrammed would be i wonder how much i guess i don't know what it's called what do you say a monogram is only a single letter okay it's whatever it's just embroidered i guess yeah yeah yeah. embroidered with uh jcvd and did you say multigrammed (laughs) yeah i said monogram it's not monograms multigrammed multipass uh (laughs) no so i wonder how much of a lunatic well because even in in john claude van johnson he's like when he's at his low point he goes back to brussels and is like scrubbing his statue of himself (laughs) trying to make it clean and stuff like that So, like, they yeah. play on that. And then he's disappointed when the girls don't, don't know Don't recognize who, yeah. him, yeah. Anyway, all right, well, I think, yeah, I think this gets the, uh, 
gets the prize for being our shortest one yet. Okay. So I, th- I was hoping we were going to have a little more fun with these ones, but it turns <laughs> out there's just not really that much to say about them. Right. They're, just, they're just a couple of <laughs> mid-90s. Much what you remembered yeah. if you saw them in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to get in touch with us, email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find me at Twitter, faintpraisetj. Tell me if there are any dual Van Damme roles that... And tell us what a double-double is to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is, is it, it a, a double double cheeseburger? <laughs> is it something to do with basketball? Or is it some secret is it basketball thing? Something even thing more we don't salacious. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, well, thank you for listening, and hopefully, you will join us next time. See ya.